Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for this morning. So today we're reading once again from Matthew chapter 16. I'm going to read a few verses we read yesterday, and then I'm going to add to it. So we'll go all the way through verse 18. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say the Son of Man is? They replied, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But what about you, he asked, who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Jesus replied, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood but by my father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Yeah, so this is this uh, moment in Peter's life where Peter gets it right. And Peter is always seems to be the first person who steps out to say something, to make a comment, to give his opinion, and sometimes he gets it right, and sometimes he seems to uh, kind of stumble over himself, and this is uh, a defining moment for Peter and for Jesus' relationship to his disciples. And Jesus uh, asks who they say that he is, and Peter says, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And this is a a reality, and this is an important reality that we realize that Jesus is uh, this kind of fulfillment of everything that had come before. This is what Peter and his fellow Jews had been waiting for, for this Savior, uh, for this Messiah, this one who was to come um, and make things right in Israel. And so... Peter sees this in Jesus, and he says, you are the Messiah. And then Jesus goes on to say that you are Peter. His name was Simon, and Jesus calls him Peter, which means rock. And he says, on this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. And so some have taken this to mean that on the rock of Peter, literally, so Um, you know, the church tracing its succession back to Peter as like the the beginning of the church and then all the way down the lineage. Uh, But I think what this really means is this confession of Peter, that Jesus is more than just a, a good teacher, as we talked about yesterday. Jesus is more than just some kind of prophet, but Jesus is the Messiah, the Savior, and He is the Son of God. So He is both God and man, and we talked a lot about that yesterday. And so 
It's that confession is what the church is built on. Uh, the Christian church exists. Actually, we're called Christian because people almost derisively in the beginning called these followers of Jesus little Christs. Um, it was kind of a joke almost. Uh, but it is probably the highest compliment they could have been given, right? They are a little Christ. And so this whole idea of being Christian means um, that we are built upon the rock um, of our confession uh, of Christ as not just a teacher, but as the Son of God, as Lord of all, as the Savior of the world. And so this is why the Christian church actually exists. And so Jesus says, you will be called Peter, which means rock, because it's this the rock of this confession uh, of, of you getting it is, is what the church is built on. So all those who, who find this kind of truth and who acknowledge Christ as Messiah and the Son of God, um, they are the church of God. It says here, the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Uh, that, that the church will move on, and we see that. The church is far from perfect, and the church has taken many forms, and the church has changed much over the years. Uh, but the one thing that hasn't changed is that the church has been built on this confession of Jesus Christ as Lord. And so uh, the Christian church has existed and will continue to exist. And Jesus says the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Um, sometimes I think in our world, we think that evil is winning. I think we just, we read the news, we get on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all the others, TikTok, whatever, and we just see all the bad. Uh, we, we're kind of drawn to the bad for some reason. It's, it's well known that if, if the news would just put out good news, people wouldn't watch as much. People, people tend to be drawn towards those stories that are about pain and hurt and, and all the, the evil in the world. And so um, sometimes we just feel overwhelmed and we feel like, are you sure that evil is not going to win? Um, and Jesus reassures uh, his followers, these first disciples and us as well, by extension, that no, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So if you are one of those people who has confessed Jesus Christ as Lord and Messiah, uh, you are part of this movement that is pushing back the gates of hell. And I think for a while in the church, it became all about our personal individual salvation uh, to the detriment of realizing that God is... Uh, that new creation is happening in the world all the time, and, and God is acting, uh, asking us to participate in it. And so today, it might be a good thing to ask. Uh, first of all, who is Jesus to me? Is Jesus a good teacher, someone to be listened to, maybe? Or is Jesus Lord? Is Jesus Messiah? And then second of all, um, how am I part of this movement called the church um, that is literally pushing back 
the gates of hell, and they will not overcome it. Uh, I've heard one of our GSs talk about the idea that gates are defensive. And so we often think that the church is on the defensive and, and evil is just pelting us from all over. Uh, but actually, if you look at this passage and you read what it says, that the gates will not overcome it, it's the church that is on the offensive. The church that is bringing about this life of Christ, this new creation, and it will burst through even the most evil-feeling places in our world, that it will spread throughout the world, and it will spread to places you might not even believe that it could spread. And so the gates won't hold up against the good news of the gospel of the kingdom of God. So today I hope you'll be part of that effort, that movement, if you will, that church uh, who is bringing good news about the new creation work that God wants to do in all of our lives uh, to the world that we live in. And so maybe you could spend some time today in prayer thinking about what would it mean for me to be part of this movement of the kingdom, to live as part of this church yeah, sometimes the church doesn't look like the traditional structures of sanctuary and worship. Maybe it's just moving out into the neighborhood, uh, taking only the love of God with us. And maybe that's where God is calling you in these days. Or maybe it is a traditional kind of church role, leading a ministry or helping with kids or you know, singing on Sunday morning to help encourage other believers. Whatever it is, um, I pray that we would all be part of this movement. And uh, basically, this scripture says, as we surrender to God and we trust Christ with his own kingdom, evil doesn't stand a chance. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.